0: I want nothing more than to be in the presence of God. As a child of God, our greatest desire should to be in his presence. And when we understand that his presence alone is all we need, our life can be lived much better. We will worry a lot less. We will be a lot less anxious. We won't be concerned over trivial things when we just crave to be in his presence. Don't even need answers. We just need his presence. Exodus 24 in verse 12 the Lord said unto Moses, Come up to me into the mount, and be there, and I will give thee tables of stone, and a law, and commandments, which I have written, that thou mayest teach them. And Moses rose up, and his minister Joshua, and Moses went up into the mount of God. And he said unto the elders, Tarry ye here for us until we come again unto you. And behold, Aaron and Hur are with you. If any man have any matters to do, let him come unto them. And Moses went up unto the mount and a cloud covered the mount. And the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai and the cloud covered it six days. And the seventh he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud, and the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on the top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. And Moses went into the midst of the cloud and got him up into the mount. And Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. The, word, the number, rather, 40 in your Bible is always a representation in Bible numerology as a number of testing or a number of temptation a number of trial. So anytime time you see that word 40, you'll find it to coincide with testing or trial or a temptation. And we find that to be true throughout the word of God. But I want you to understand what is happening here. Moses is receiving what we like to call the 10 commandments. And he's about ready to get these commandments or these laws from God. And Moses gave him specific instruction. I want you to go to the mount. And when you get there, that's when I'll give you the answer. Now, that's a very brief summary of what's happening here, but you have to understand this wasn't his first time on the mount. For if you go a a previous chapters, you'll find that God asked him to go to the mount again. And in that mount was the glory of God. And every time it seemed like that Moses went to the mount, he was going for instruction from God. But the mount was very special. So special, in fact, it was only reserved for Moses. God gave specific instruction and specific warning. If anyone other than Moses went up into the mount, where the presence of God was at, without you know, other than Moses, they were to be killed. They, would, they were not allowed. Basically, they weren't allowed up into the mount or into the presence of God without God's permission. And the only one that had permission at this time was Moses. See, they didn't have a tabernacle yet. They didn't have a place where God would, would meet with the, the high priest. So he wanted to map out a special place where Moses would meet him and the presence of God would come. And when the glory came, it came in the form of a cloud. And I don't know if, and I've, I've preached on it before I preached about the smoke and Mike Blanton talked about the smoke and we talked about the cloud. We talk about the Shekinah and that's what the word means, the Shekinah presence of God, the glory cloud. And, and, and we say it so often and, and listen folks, I don't know if you realize this, but what we have here, who we have here, I'd rather let me say it, the presence of God that is here, it is not everywhere. He is not everywhere, do you understand that? That's why people watch from all over this world to see what's going on at Rubyville because they know the cloud is here. I feel (laughs) him. They know the cloud resides here. This is a special mount, if you will. And this isn't Mount Sinai like Moses went on, but it's a special mount. It's a place that has been sanctified and set apart, reserved for those that want to see and feel the presence of Almighty God. And I don't know if you saw it this morning, but through my spiritual eyes, I saw the glory cloud envelop this place and people were coming and getting their needs, but we've seen it happen over and over and over again. And folks, I'm telling you, We say it often, it's a broken record, but don't ever get used and don't ever take for granted the glory cloud of God. I can take you to numerous churches, evangelists that are here, former pastors that are here, singers that are here. They can take you to churches that once experienced the glory cloud. And it was every time they met, it wasn't just a special homecoming day or revival service, no. Every time they met, it was a special anointing of God. And now the doors are closed. Now there's a few people calling. Now they're, they're, they're it non-existent. The cloud's not there. And you can label it on every reason you want to. You can say they changed worship styles, they they got rid of this, they got rid of that. Listen, that's not why the glory left. The glory left because they didn't want him there. Because it's not genre of music, it's not style of worship that the cloud resides in. He resides in a sanctified, pure heart. And when you have those things, then God can take up residence on the mount. This wasn't his first time on the mount. This was his second time. God said, I wanna give you some instruction. If you're keeping notes, that's the first point. He said, I want you to go to this mount to get into my presence because I wanna give you some instruction. Folks, never, ever get direction, especially in spiritual matters, unless you're in the glory cloud. I suggest every young person, middle-aged, senior, saint alike, every decision that needs to be made, especially on the spiritual level, you must be in the presence of God. You must seek after the glory of God. You must say, Lord, I wanna get in a place with you that I wanna know where where do you want me to go? Where shall you send me? Uh, What do you want me to do? Which direction shall I go? And I promise you, if you get in the cloud, God will give you exactly what you're looking for. And I'm thankful that I went in there with instruction and, and God said, just stay here and I'll give you the answer, Moses. And I'm thankful that I've been in that position where I've asked him for answers and hallelujah, he answered those prayers. And aren't you thankful that God still is in the prayer answering business? We heard this morning how God was answering prayer and, and I knew what I was, was on my heart tonight. I didn't know if if, uh, if I was gonna preach tonight, but but Cal said, I, I feel like you need to preach. And I said, okay, I'm ready to go. And, and I knew what, what was on my heart and, and I gotta tell you how good God is because I've been in the cloud praying for some people and God's answered prayer even this week for, for my some people in my family. My cousin is a pastor in Greenfield. His name is Randy Abbott. He was diagnosed with a very aggressive form of cancer, we've been praying for him, And they didn't know uh, exactly what was gonna happen. They were setting up things to do the next the next step. And so he goes to Cleveland Clinic and, and Cleveland says, well, this blood work don't look very good, but we'll just have to wait and see what your doctors say down there in Columbus. So he went to Columbus and got the report, and the doctor walks in and says, uh, I'm not sure what's going on, but there's no, your, your PSA is not even reading, that means you're cancer free. and, and He's like, what? what are you talking about? I was expecting to get the instruction on treatments and, and what to do next, but all I got was the answer we've been praying for. Those answers don't come unless you're in the glory cloud. Yes. Yes. Instruction. And some of you are praying those same prayers. Some of you are praying other prayers, waiting for instruction. Here's what jumped out at me, Chris. God said, I want you to get in the mount. And he went. But look what happened. Six days, the cloud set on the mount. But you notice what's missing? A conversation. God said, Moses, get up on the mount. Moses said, I've been here before. Last time I came up, I got my answer. God said, I want you to go again. Because I've already given you some instruction on some things, but these are, these are really important. I've wrote these laws, I'm gonna put them on some stone and I'm gonna give them to you. But you notice, six days. Moses sat there. You know what they did? Nothing. For six days, he sat in a cloud of glory and God never spoke a word. Because this wasn't just instruction, it was preparation. You said, what was going on in those six days? I like to speculate, boy, believe me, I've looked all over for some answers, but I had to get in the cloud. And I got in his presence and the Lord showed me. He said, you know what I was doing with Moses? (laughs) I was getting him prepared because it took six days for me to get Egypt out of Moses. Mm. It took six days, him just sitting in the cloud, for him to understand that my presence is enough. Because mm. he said some, he don't know what the future holds, but I do. <laughs> And when the cloud isn't there, he's gonna have to understand that I put you here for six days to help you understand. I will never leave thee and I will never forsake thee. Even though I'm silent, it doesn't mean you're abandoned. Even though I may not be answering you right now on the first day, it doesn't mean I haven't forgotten about you. You're still in my presence. You're still in the cloud. Even though it isn't the seventh day yet, I'm just preparing you for what I'm about ready to give you. That's it. That's it. You know why some of you haven't got the answer? Because you're not ready for it. God said he has to sit here in silence for six days. I'm preparing him for the answer that I'm about ready to give him. Because this answer is going to knock his socks off. This answer, I'm gonna give him instruction on how to build a temple for my presence. This answer, i want to show him how the world will be governed for the rest of eternity. And he ain't ready for it. Six days in silence. Six cloudy days of nothing at all but just sitting in his presence. And some of you all right now are right in the middle of six cloudy days. You haven't got your answer. But you know you're in this. See, the presence of God, although sometimes it's not demonstrative, sometimes it's not an overwhelming sense of of shouting and joy like we see here so often, sometimes the presence of God is just something that you know You have to go through it, but yet you know God is there and you got perfect peace. Sherry said, it's dangerous. May I go ahead and share a little bit what you told me? Yeah. She said, I've already got my funeral plans made. She said, because I know it's dangerous. And I don't want my family to have to worry. She said, but she's smiling this whole she's telling Josh, she's telling me her funeral plans, and she's smiling. You know, I call Sherry Bradley's in the cloud. And Sherry, I don't know what day you're at. You may be in day one or day four or day six and your answer may be coming tomorrow. That's the problem we don't know even though it was six cloudy days to Moses. Some of us, it may be longer than that. Some of you may be years, but listen, just because you may not hear from God don't mean that he's abandoned you. It just means he's preparing you to give you the answer. And the instruction turned to preparation and the preparation turned to communion. Because look what happened. After the six days, and after Moses was ready, after God had prepared him, then he said, get on up in this middle of this cloud with me. And he got up in the middle of it. And look at what happened. He got a revelation. He got to see God like he never saw him before, Mike. After God had prepared him and said, okay, I've gotten everything out of you, that, you, that needs to come out of you. Now it's just me and you. Guess what, I'm gonna show myself to you. Look at verse 17. He said, when the glory of God came, it was as a great fire on top of that mountain and it engulfed so that, that everyone that could see it to, could see the, 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 the power of God in a way they've never saw it before. Listen, Moses saw him in a bush that was on fire but wasn't consumed. He saw him in a cloud, but he never saw him like he saw him there. You know why? Because he wasn't prepared for it. You know what I'm praying for, Rubyville? We're in the glory cloud right now. And when God gives us the answer, may we see him like we've never seen him before. The revelation, and the revelation turned to communion. Because he said in the last verse that I read to you, he said, get up here in the middle of this mountain. That's the word gat. Gat, here's something revolutionary, mind-blowing for you. You know what it means? Get up here. (laughs) Wow. So get up here, get up here. Because you thought six days was important. Now wait till you spend 40 days and 40 nights with me. because he was getting Moses ready for the greatest communion that he'd ever had in his life. 40 days, 40 nights with Jehovah God in the presence of God like he'd never experienced before and look at what God gave him. Look at what he gave him. Yeah, he gave him those tables But also he gave, you can read on down through the chapters from chapter 25 on down through, I think it's chapter 34. He gave him specific instructions. Here's how the tabernacle is going to be built. Here's here's how you're going to do these things. Everything needs to be in this order. I'm going to give you all these instructions. Because see, Moses, I just don't want you to experience the glory cloud I want my people to experience the glory clap. He said it was, was, see I I had to start at the leader. The leader had to be anointed, the leader had to have the glory. And until you were ready, then I couldn't bless your people. But now I'm gonna give you instruction. I'm just gonna come down a little bit further. That way the people can experience your glory and the Shekinah glory of God. Aren't you thankful tonight? I don't say this braggingly tonight, but I'm telling you, I'm so thankful God's anointed us. God's anointed myself and Pastor Cal to be the shepherds of this flock. But listen, we it's not enough for us just to have the glory. We want Rubyville to have the glory. Glory. And I'm so thankful God prepares us to show us all we can get in the glory cloud. Amen. 40 days and 40 nights of sweet communion. Sweet communion. And God gave him the answer. And the answer was this. Moses, at the end of the day, my presence should always be the answer. And friend, if you're looking for an answer to whatever cloudy day you're in tonight, the answer is this, God's presence is enough. God's glory is enough. I don't know what has happened to the church that we feel like we have to be a know-it-all, like we have to figure out what God is doing. My advice to you is change your prayer. Don't pray for an answer. Pray for his presence. Pray for his presence. And when you pray for his presence, whoo, see, he never prayed that God to show himself the way he did on the top of that mountain of devouring fire. He, he never prayed for that, but God gave it to him. Why? Because he got in the presence. And all God wants for us. God said, here, come on up. And Moses did. And the question to you tonight is this. The glory of God is available. It's here, he's here, come on up. Get in the glory, get in his presence. Whatever decision you're seeking, whatever you may be trying to find, whatever you're praying about, stop praying for answers and pray for his presence. Because God made be about ready to lead you to a place that you've never been before. And once you get in sweet communion with him, nothing else will ever satisfy than to be in his presence. Paul, can you get a song please? God's silence. God's silence often precedes a season of of growth like you've never seen before. And remember Just because he may not be speaking doesn't mean he's not there. He's just preparing you, giving you patience.